Hello, and welcome back to Articulate with me. How's it going, guys? Um, me? Thanks for asking. You know, I'm doing alright. I got a little scratchiness in my throat, a little stuffiness in the nose. It's not great, but I can still breathe, so that's probably a good thing. Ah, here's my question. I wonder if allergies help fight against the coronavirus. Not, like, fight against it, but, I mean, if your nose is stuffy, your eyes are, like, watering and you're coughing all the time. Isn't that like part of the protection process of getting stuff out of your system? Who knows? Maybe allergies are the things that's gonna save us. Uh, it, uh, probably not. There's definitely no scientific evidence for that at all, unless there is. Anyways, speaking of coronavirus, today we have a, uh, uh, a nurse. Uh, one of my brother's friend's friends. <laughs> we got a nurse to come on the show and and talk about the front lines he is the one of the warriors of this war we're fighting and he his name's caleb edwards and he gave a gave some perspective on what's going on in his job and it's actually not exactly what you would think is going on i mean especially in hospitals around ohio at least um, compared to new york or wherever but yeah he gives a pretty good in, insight and uh, pretty informative to listen to so yeah i hope you enjoy all right ladies and gentlemen uh caleb edwards the uh man on the front line how you doing today man i'm good man <laughs> doing good i'm good yeah how so do you go into work every day still um so no so <laughs> <laughs> wait so what's your technical job title because i just know nurse so i am an emergency room nurse at uh at a local hospital here in Cincinnati. Yeah. Okay. You don't want to... Uh, I can tell you it's Bethesda North which, Hospital. Bethesda, yeah, okay. Yeah. Bethesda North, yeah. Okay, so what is that? I mean, day-to-day before this whole thing happened, what is that kind of entitled? So, day-to-day before this, um, basically, I don't know, I work in an emergency room, so we get car accidents, we get workplace injuries, mm-hmm. um, strokes, heart attacks, pretty okay. much... So it's Are you like the receiver, or do you like do the help work with the doctor during like an operation? Or yeah. like? So we we our our job we basically triage people. We we determine how sick they are mm-hmm. and if they need a bed right now or if they need a bed in five hours. Okay. Um, and then once they come back to the emergency room, we're the ones that give them their meds that take care uh, of them. If they need CPR, we're initiating that. If they need, so you're the people certain- that people get pissed at when they don't get helped immediately. Exactly. That, that sucks, man. Yeah, yep, that is that annoying? Us. It definitely can be annoying at times, for sure. But, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I mean, we appreciate all the work, and, you know, now that I know one, I won't get as mad anymore, <laughs> you know. Um, but, yeah, so how has this whole thing, like, affected your, I mean, your job in general? I mean, it, just, work from every respect is a lot different right now. Yeah. Um, so, usually... Well, so how did the inflow, like... When you, I mean, I know there was a period before everything shut, started shutting down where everybody kind of talked about coronavirus a little bit, but it was just kind of like a little thing. So did that immediately happen like it did kind of uh, in my industry, at least, where everything just shut down, like restaurants and bars? Or was it more of like, okay, things are starting to pick up? So honestly, we're, okay, so here in Cincinnati, <laughs> um, we'll start by saying that they, they, they are projecting our busiest period to be from now over the next four weeks. 
Really? So four we, weeks? Yeah. Because I heard peak like, week was only like two weeks. Or right. So so we, we don't know, like, up until this point, we haven't been super busy. Yes, the majority of our patients have been like a coronavirus kind of thing. Yeah, related. But we haven't that. been as busy as, you know, New York or New Jersey, yeah. Detroit. Luckily, well, and, it's and that's a, a good thing. Yeah, you know, and it's Ohio too, where right. he put it. Mike Dewine, I think, is his name. He put all these things in place before. Yeah, yeah. I don't know the governor's yeah, name. Yeah, yeah <laughs> dude, I don't need. I don't yeah, follow yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah. I think that was one of the benefits. It's because we do have a lot of people. We have a lot of major businesses here in Cincy, so we got a lot of people coming in and out. Um, I think putting everything on hold early was definitely beneficial to us. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, but so it hasn't really so. I mean, were you preparing for it to pick up a lot when it first started? So, yeah. So, so our emergency room is busy. So, we have four patient <laughs> assignments. Um, usually, I run around all day. You know, people text me. I don't get to text back till I'm off my shift kind yeah. of, or on my lunch break. That's, right. that's just my normal workflow. And since all of this, I'm definitely not even as busy as normal because we're not having the workplace uh, injuries, mm-hmm. not having the car accidents. So, yes, we get COVID-19, you know, potential patients, mm-hmm. but that... The number of those patients isn't the normal number of patients that we have oh, okay. coming in. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think so. So I actually, when I heard about all this, I was like, "Oh, that's a, you know, unfortunate for people who are sick." But you know, I will probably be able to pick up shifts and and go in and help out more. Yeah. And I've definitely not been able to do that. <laughs> um, yesterday, I was actually called and. It said three patients are in the emergency room. Don't come to work today. Like we didn't have anyone. So really, it's been kind of because kind of on the is slowed as well. Yeah, okay. business for us has slowed. Slow. Kind of what you were saying uh, with other industries earlier is is that um, you know as again like we're not having car accidents because people aren't driving. driving. Yeah, we're not having workplace injuries because people aren't at work. You know, right? Um, and obviously, you know, so things of that nature we're not seeing. We still get. You know, the emergencies that you would have, heart attack, strokes, things of that mm. nature. But um, it's either that or flu-like symptoms. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? flu-like so, symptoms. So we, we don't do you, know. I mean, do you play really, really safe when you go in? Like, do they make you have, like, a whole, you know, you get showered down, like a chemical shower or yeah, something? That... So, so I don't think this is unique to my workplace. I, I would definitely say um, we, we do everything we possibly can to make ourselves safe. Um, the the shortage of of personal protective equipment, PPE, that they mm-hmm. say in the media, is real. You know, I go in, I try to wear the same mask that I've worn all day, mm-hmm. where usually one patient, I would throw away a mask, you right. know. Um, and as far as getting super high, uh, like N95 respiratory masks, um, we usually throw those away right away, but um, I've been wearing the same one, you know, I try to wear okay. for for once a shift or even two shifts at times, you know. So, yeah, definitely. Um, that's definitely real. Um, so the risk is out there for workers, especially if we were busier, I would be more worried. But um, we, you know, we're yeah, I got fortunate you. that so, we're not. Um, question for you. Uh, do you have Corona? And quick follow up question. Do I have Corona now? <laughs> so, so. <laughs> the good answer is we don't know. We you don't know. know. Yeah, that's fair. That's the good you know, answer. And I think that's the magic of social distancing. Is I could have been infected with this thing five days ago. Yeah. And then now I'm hanging out with you. Yeah. And or I or vice or, versa. Or vice versa. Yeah, you yeah. Know, and we could go back to our respective places and two two days later start showing symptoms. So yeah. um that's the importance of staying away from people, but at the same time, you know, we we have no clue. Um, yeah. and and 
that's yeah no that's that's all good man do you uh do you miss it man like going back to like the day-to-day work do you miss that yeah so i mean part of why i went into it was you know i like the flow of the emergency room i like right yeah are you more like a like i mean i guess it's their customers in a way but are you more like customer related or are you more like internal and like the work that you do with your hands and helping out the your employees and whatnot yeah so I mean, the way my outlook when I go to work is definitely more people-based. Okay. Um, so I like the interaction with people. I like, there's something I like about, you know, someone comes in, they're having a rough day, doing whatever you can to make that day get better. Yeah. You know? So. Um, yeah, man, I relate to that. I mean, just like even a server, you kind of like, some people kind of come in in a bad mood. And if you can just get a little smile out of them or like, I mean, I, I worked in an ice cream bar. Who's not happy right. <laughs> to get ice cream? Exactly. Or like at the bar, who, who doesn't want to drink, you know? Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah, so I, I completely get that. But, like, when did that start for you? Like, um, was it in college or was it even before that? Or uh, For me, I'd say high school. But going into college, I was, you know, high school looking forward. I was like, I don't want to sit in a cubicle all day. I have yeah. to be doing something. Um, I don't want to be pushing. You know, I don't want to be the person behind the desk. I'd rather be the face. The so face of it. I, I want to be in front of people. I want to be actively looking to help people. So I was looking at physical therapy, um, mm-hmm. which is a great profession. I just, it wasn't for me. Yeah. And then, you guys so touch kinda, people a lot. It's ex- kind of weird. Yeah, <laughs> so, so I, I kind of segued into, into nursing instead. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Uh, I mean, like, again, I, I don't, I, I kind of want to get into this a little bit is I, why do you think that cubicle jobs are so unappealing to so many people? You know what I mean? Cause honestly I've heard they, they pay pretty well. You know, you don't have to exert yourself in any way or put yourself in a lot of physical torment and you know you get regular hours so that you can do i mean people say that it keeps you from adventures and whatnot and keeps you kind of stagnant but in reality you you know you get a lot of vacation time and or potentially mm-hmm. get a lot of vacation time and kind of other you know free you're free to do live like a normal life i'd say yeah um i don't know i think there's a lot of potential answers to that <laughs> yeah, um, yeah but what do you i think? guess my answer would you're the be guess yeah <laughs> that people for me I, again I, I like i think my idea of a cubicle job would be more looking at uh from a from a from a removed point of view you know uh you would all of your interactions not all but a lot of your interactions would be over the phone mm-hmm. or over email or um, in group meetings, um, where you're not having very deep personal connection and that could That's be, fair. that could completely be biased. Right. You know? Right. Just um, from an I've never worked a cubicle job, but, um, that was the, the notion that I had the impression, the yeah. impression that I had. When yeah. I first looked into That's it. fair. I mean, but the thing is all those people are thriving right now. Exactly. <laughs> right? They're all doing great. Yeah. yeah they're so, all doing great. So. But, uh, it, I don't know, man, how you've been dealing with, uh, how you've been dealing with, you know, quarantine, even, you know, you say you haven't been working as much. What, what you yeah. been doing? I've, I've just been basically hanging at home with my dog, man. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's funny to, because they active now that gyms are closed. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think it's funny how everybody was kind of like worried about it at first. They're like, what are we going to do? I mean, even mm-hmm. patch over here was kind of like a little nervous about it. And now he's kind of settled in to the, you know, <laughs> the right. home life. And, uh, I, I mean, I just think, I don't know. Do you I, do you think this will be a good thing ultimately in the end for uh, the nation and people and society in general? So personally, yes, I think that 
this separation, if you think about, even if it wasn't a virus, right? Say it was, say it was blue powder. Mm-hmm. You know, say I was this guy who emitted blue powder everywhere I went, mm-hmm. and I stayed home. No one else would have blue powder on them by the end of the day. Right. But say I went to the grocery store, then I went to work, then I went to the gym. And everything around me is getting covered in blue powder. Right. Well, by the end of the day, all of those places would be covered in that powder. And I think the same is true of, of a virus. You know, right. so if I get to stay home and I have this virus, then obviously I'm not able to transmit it to anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I go out to all these places and, and millions of other people are doing the same thing, mm-hmm. then obviously it's going to get spread more efficiently. Yeah. Um, so I think it has been helpful. Um, I think it has had its had its uh, effect on the world for sure. Yeah. But even though people are still getting sick. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So let me ask you a question. What do you think about, what what does it do to the mental health of individuals who have to stay at home? And I think that's, that's, at least for me, because I'm somebody who was laid off, and I've been laid off for, you know, a couple of weeks now. Um, and I'm somebody who's always on the go. If you know me, you know, I'm, I'm doing two social events a day, whether it's a.m. to p.m., and on top of working 12 to 15 hours a day. I'm always on the go, and then I also, you know, in normal life, take time to work out for, you know, six, seven, eight hours a week, right? So, so that's where ultimately yeah. I was heading with that question. Gotcha. Like, do you that's think... what I thought it was, too, because gotcha. it's, it's not how... The COVID nineteen, it's awful. Again, yeah, we don't. <laughs> so, so, I guess I should have so, stated that. Yeah, it's and, like, and is so it good that people are dying? No, <laughs> it's so from, transition. From right? that perspective, my I got two answers to that question. One, um, for people who are social individuals, it's the same as throwing a person like an introvert person into a large group, like a concert that they hate concerts. You know, right? It's it's yeah. That, wow, that's a that's and, a cool and, thought. And so you, that's really so, cool. Yeah, so never there's a of lot like of that. people who are just completely out of their element and don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah. um, and I think from that perspective, it's hard because a lot of social individuals, when they are stressed and when they are having a hard time, what do they do? They call a friend or they meet up with a friend or they might go to the gym and work out. Well, all those places are closed. All those people are separated. So I think mental health of all those people is definitely uh, something suffering. To, to, it's definitely suffering. For right, sure. right. Um, Do you think it'll help them cope with it a little bit more? Because, you know, th- there are a lot of situations in life, even outside of mass outbreaks and everything, where you're going to have to spend a lot of time alone. You know, you're going to have to deal with that at some point. You know, hopefully this is like a mess. I don't know. It's, you know, something, a realization for a lot of people, I guess. I don't know. Do you think that'll... <laughs> so what was the other point that you were going to make? Uh, I guess the other point was that uh, people are social individuals in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that we do everything we can to stay connected. Mm-hmm. So while you may be social, this has definitely found an opportunity where people can find other ways to connect to people. Um, some of which that may be lasting more than just the four weeks, six weeks, whatever we're going to experience yeah. here, mm-hmm. um, which may carry forward. And, you know, so, yeah, so to, I guess what you were just asking, I think it it has opened a lot of people's eyes mm-hmm. to to see life in a different perspective. So if you are always on the go, you can slow down a little bit, you know. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. it's okay to slow and down it's okay. a little bit. Yeah, right? it's okay. And, to, yeah. Um, and then another thing is just, Whatever your routine is, you know, it's, if, if you break that, 
you'll still be okay, you mm -hmm. know, and um, I don't know, there's a lot of good to come out of both sides of this thing, so. Yeah, definitely, um, that's, yeah, again, I think routine is a big thing that it helps me with, because I was up in Athens for a while, just kind of going stir crazy up there already, and then being able to kind of come back home, it was spring break when, it, when all the shit hit the fan, basically, so I was kind of relieved that I didn't have to go back and finish out the day-to-day -day normal stuff going yeah. on. Um, but yeah, I, I, I never thought about it like, uh, like introverted and extroverted kind of, like you said, like putting an introvert in a crowd like that. I wonder if there would be, if there could be something this big that would be the opposite, you know, <laughs> that yeah. would make people yeah. get outside a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, that'd be cool if we could affect, you know, the other half of people exactly. that way exactly. as well too. Yeah. Uh, we'll come up with, uh, with ideas for that. You know? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Zombie apocalypse, I think would definitely be get one. people but, out and about. <laughs> I don't know how likely it is. Right. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, man, I, I don't know. I, I think, uh, Patrick and I were talking about this a good amount recently is like, I think it's going to be good for a lot of those introvert or people that are home on their phones a lot or strive to want to do that or kind of not learn and grow and go out and be social and stuff. I think it gives them enough time during the day to do that to the point where they get a little bored with it. You know, mm -hmm. they're like, all right, I've been on my phone for like five hours. Right. I should probably at least go get a walk. You know? exactly. yeah. yeah. Go get a walk and like kind of see the faces around and get to know your community a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, and another thing is, like, um, Patrick mentioned that it might be good for families, too, because now families have to be home and kind of learn to deal with each other a little mm -hmm. bit more. And having family dinners, I think, is such an important... I mean, from our from our house, we were it was a mandatory thing to have a family dinner at least, like, two or three times a week. And I think that really makes us closer as... Um, I mean, your 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 family is, is the relationship that you... I mean, that's that forms... All of your other relationships, Well, you think right? about, you know, I, I don't know the exact numbers, but 90% of families out there, you know, there was initially two people who had a connection that got together. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And I think over time, you get so lost in your hustle and bustle and normal daily life that sometimes people just forget that they like each other. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so um, maybe, you know, being within the same four walls or whatever definitely has helped people to kind of reconnect some bonds or to look at look at each other in a different light and just say like oh actually i, I remember why i like you now you know? yeah <laughs> yeah i know um, uh that's what my parents had kind of said after after i moved out of the house it was just them two living mm -hmm. together and then and my dad was like yeah i had to figure out what i liked about your mom again <laughs> and i was like oh yeah. yeah we like had a thing at one point right yeah. So, I mean, again, ultimate, it's not a good thing that people dying or people are dying. And I wouldn't wish this upon any one nation, especially the whole world, you know. Mm -hmm. However, you know, there's always a bright side, right? There's always going to be a good thing that right. comes out of anything. Every, every, uh, was it? Every action has an equal and opposite yeah. reaction. Reaction, so, yeah. Um, so even the, even though this is, uh, definitely a catastrophic, catastrophic event that's happening, you know, in the world, there's definitely a lot of good to, to come out of it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I, and I hope, I mean, do you play any instruments at all? Uh, guitar a little bit. Guitar yeah. a little bit. Yeah. So this has been pushing Patch to pick up his guitar a little bit more. And honestly, me to pick up my banjo a little bit more too. And something that I kind of realize is like when there's nothing else to do, like music is just such like a pure thing that you can do and you can share it with somebody and like the feeling of jamming out. I don't know. I just want to put that uh, like recommendation out there for people that are bored. If they have like an instrument that they've been trying to pick up or something that they could, I mean, that's definitely something to do when you have all this free time. Yeah, I'm a, I agree with that wholeheartedly, man. Mm -hmm. Music is 
is a language that everyone can speak. That you know, every, really just art in general. You know, yeah, you know, definitely. Painting, everyone can see its beauty. You hear, you hear someone sing with a good voice, everyone can recognize that that's good, no matter what genre that you like. So, definitely, yeah. Um, or pick apart the things that you don't like about it and, like, have a conversation about exactly. it. You know? <laughs> and, uh, and I think, again, another thing that I saw people doing is, like, playing a record, an album, front to back. And like listening to it with the people that they're sitting at home with, and I think again, it's, just, it's the same type of thing. You're experiencing something together mm-hmm. in a way where you're gonna have a conversation about it with them later, and then maybe potentially somebody else that's heard the album you know, in, right. in the future. So exactly. yeah. definitely a good thing. I think that's our that's our bell right there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I just I mean I appreciate you like coming out here, and I mean <laughs> I know you didn't even expect to do this. Yeah, no, it's it's cool, man. I'm glad I got to go on, say my opinion. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you know, and I hope this is definitely something that the <laughs> listeners can connect to. <laughs> definitely. Thanks again, Caleb. And here we are at the end of another another episode, another episode, another nickel. <laughs> Anyways, I'm bald now. Did you guys know that? I'm bald. Yeah. You ever wake up in the morning and just look in the mirror and be like, wow, bald again. Still. Hmm. Holds up. Because I have. Anyways, thanks for listening. Hope you are enjoying your quarantine and time off. And be okay. (laughs) Be happy with being okay. (laughs) Anyways, thanks for listening. Okay, bye.